0: You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Ingrid Berthon-Moine. Ingrid, thanks so much for being with me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Hello, everybody.
0: Ingrid you're in London now it's July 29th 2021 uh still uh, you know the pandemic here and things are changing what is it like there where where you are at the moment in terms of i guess just the culture the atmosphere the the pandemic
1: well i think it's it's a bit it's a bit weird because now they've lifted all the restrictions so you still have those kind of two camps now about people who are still uh Living with the, the same restrictions, you know, and some others who have decided to to take everything out, mask and everything. So, um, so that I don't know. That's a bit weird. Personally, I wear my mask whenever there is uh, like in public transport or things like that. When I go into a shop, otherwise, it's kind of back to normal, I would say. But it's it's a different normal than uh, like two years ago because there's less people around you know it's not as crowded as it used to i think usually there were always lots of tourists in london and now but now not really so it's it's still a bit different yeah
0: and and is that affecting your work and i'd like to talk about what you are doing now but um yeah let's talk about your work and, and is the current atmosphere or this last year uh affecting your work somehow
1: well it has because you know before I used to go on a very regular basis to to my studio and uh and during the first lockdown my studio was uh, was shut you know so it was shut for like 3 months so I started working from home which may, which meant that all the work I was doing was a bit of a smaller size you know it really completely changed and uh and now I'm like you know I'm back at the studio but I don't know, it's, it's just, it's, something has changed, you know, something has shifted, and uh, I wish I was working from home now, <laughs> I wish I didn't have to, to take the, the, the transports, and um, I just feel staying more at home, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: that's, that's so interesting, yeah, I, I, you know, I think I understand that, what do you think the shift was, what has shifted?
1: Ah yeah, it's I can't I can't put my finger on it, but suddenly uh, I was in my studio, and uh, it's not a very nice studio, you know. When I go there, it's like you're going to a to an office because it's a very horrible like 80s building, you know, with lots of windows and you have like fake ceiling, horrible lights. <laughs> I mean, honestly, right. it's not a very nice studio, and it's an open plan as well. So you know, as I can hear all everybody's conversation, and sometimes people are noisy or they use noisy, noisy instruments. I don't know. That does my head in. I just want to be quiet. I just want to just focus properly on my on my work, and um, so I think I'm looking for something which is closer to 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 where I live, and uh, and I just want to be by myself. <laughs> that's enough. Of it having these big open plan to
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm glad you, you you shared that. And and what are you working on now? What, what, what have you been making or oh, working on?
1: Uh, at the moment, oh, I, f- I finished a project which, uh, which I had started with uh, a colleague of mine, a friend of mine. She's called Holly Stevenson. She's an artist and she does mainly ceramics. Uh, and it's called Handheld. So we, had invi- we have invited um, three other artists uh, to produce some some works, which is uh, some pieces of work which are not bigger than ten by ten centimeters, uh, because for this project uh, uh, we have made a box. So and all the, there are ten compartments, which are all ten by ten centimeters each. So uh we've just started that, and in fact, what we do we deliver the box to uh, a few pe- to people that we know who are like artists, curators or writers. And uh, we wanted to play with the the taboo of the touch, you know, because in art you're not supposed to touch the, the art, you know, unless you're a private collector or, or you are maybe a technician or a curator in a museum. And also because of COVID, because, you know, for a while we couldn't touch anyone or any, any object you had to, uh, to clean your hands. So we were mm. tapping onto this, to this double, double taboo of art. So it just, uh, it just started like two or three weeks ago. And uh, we are going to, to take this box to different, uh, different people uh, I love that.
0: I love that idea. Tell me a little bit more about that. How is the box taken to different people, and exactly what's in the box? Because I, I, I always love that. I
1: love the box. Um, that that, that, that uh, taboo,
0: that idea of you can't touch art, you know, because
1: yeah, because yeah, yeah. We, we it's, all it's want to. At one point yeah. in our
0: life, we want to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's like uh, it's made of ten compartments. So it's on two two rows, you know, and there are uh, there is uh, me. There is Holly Stevenson, there is Bon Kinder, Kinder Lee. uh there is oh my God, Anna Perak, and Chaula Lightway. Oh, my God, I'm very bad with names. It's all full. Uh, That's okay. They, they can
0: be in the interview, too, so people can yes. see all the names.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, they've all made some work speci- specifically for that. So there are some sculptures. There are, there are some drawings. There is some painting and some ceramics.
0: So when you and open the box, when, when see, the, I mean, this is a big box, right?
1: Yeah, so it's, it's kind of, a, it's like maybe around, uh, I would say, I don't know, uh, around 60 centimeters and uh, 20, 22 centimeters. So it's a bit of a rectangular um, rectangular box. And when you open it, the first thing you see, you have all the all the pieces in their compartments. And after, you are invited to touch them and to to play with them and to arrange them in your house. Or even if you want, you can create a narrative with all the pieces. And uh, and it's hand delivered to people. So we we, we jump on a cab and we say, okay, you have the box for a few weeks. And after people, it's like. Yeah, it's like playing with art. I mean, small pieces. So, so you
0: lend the box for two weeks. When they're done with the box, then they then they return it to you, and you bring it to someone else.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And people react differently. And uh, but most of the time, uh, like the the first one, Heti Heti Judah, she she did a post on uh, on Instagram and showed how she was reacting to the to the various pieces, and um, it's kind of nice, it's just started, so we will see how it's going to, uh, to unfold in, um, in the near future, because we are going to invite more artists, and uh, to see who are with interested. So have you delivered, artists, the, but you, you, the you haven't
0: delivered the first box yet, the first box is still being put together, or has that been delivered?
1: There's only one box, no, no, it's been delivered, it's with, with someone at the moment, yeah.
0: And and how is that going? Did you get feedback from that person, or
1: oh, yeah they yeah no, they just... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. They loved it, and everybody was just like, oh, I want to have the box next. You know, we've had a few. We have a waiting list now. So I guess it's uh, it's worked. It worked properly. But it's really nice, you know, that people are... I really think sometimes they, oh, you just want to touch art, you know? I mean... Sometimes I know it's not allowed, but I can't help myself, you know, if I go somewhere and I'm like. When you're, when you're
0: young, it's, it's I mean, that was one of my first experiences with art that I remember being, you know, sort of horrifying. But my, my parents were interested in art, and I was in, I think I was 15, I was in um, Spain, Sevilla, I think, and there was an El Greco painting that we were looking at, right? And you know those collars on the El Greco paintings, those, those white collars? Yeah, yeah. Collars, you know? <laughs> And well you know, as as I remember, you know, just being in a kind of a trance but just thinking, Oh my god, that looks like you know, it looks like you can touch it. Like it's and I reached to yes. touch it and of course the guards and everybody goes crazy and you feel like you committed a crime and um but it was it's such an innocent gesture really that, that No but no
1: no, no but it's true with, but yeah, yeah, it's true. But I've seen some people who have some like some paintings at home, like touching them, you know. And um, I was just like, I remember the first time I saw that, I was just very, very shocked. I was just like, oh, he's touching the painting, you know. And uh, I don't know if many people do that, but, you know, taking the the freedom of doing that. And also one day, a friend of mine had a a very, like, old um, weapon. I think it was a hatchet, you know, from the Paleolithic times. And he, I mean, I held it in my hands, you know, and when you, have, when you can touch an object which has traveled all those thousands of years, and for me, imagining that the person who made this hatchet and we were touching the, the, the same object, I don't know, I had such a, a kind of very weird, um, sensation a very weird feeling you know that thousands of years ago we can uh, we were touching the same object you know and uh, it really stayed with me this kind of hmm. touch i like touching things anyway so uh, mm.
0: so let's talk about that yeah in your in your work so that, i mean that was that's a, i love that project i would love to hear more about it um and what else are you doing are you also doing drawings your own work are you preparing for a show or, or what, what else is happening in your studio
1: at the moment i 'm working on some uh, on some very big drawings because before the lockdown, I really wanted to change my uh, to change scale you know and I got stopped in my tracks so as soon as I went back to my studio, I started making some big drawings like for me it 's big but it 's like a, like two point four meters high on uh, one fifty centimeters wide, and I really enjoyed the uh, the process of changing, changing, uh, changing scale. So um, I've I started making a few of them with like watercolors, gouache, and stuff like that. And I've recently I've started making sculptures again, and uh, a bit bigger as well. So I'm, uh, I'm I'm yeah I'm playing around with that. I have a show in mind. I'm I'm not working on a on a show at the moment, but. I would like to to propose it to to a space and uh and see and see where it goes and
0: what would be um, in that show let's yeah let's talk about that what what would be in that show these are large scale drawings and sculpture um and yeah what, are and they, a, what 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 is the content what what kind of work
1: I don't know because i'm just at the beginning of that at the moment so um i i can't really it's it's a bit vague it's it's a bit vague but i really like the bringing like big, massive drawings and uh, some soft sculpture because they're made with fabric. Like um, I'm making some sculptures with canvas. So uh, it's usually the thing you use for painting. So I treat the the canvas as like a painting and uh, I put some gesso on it and after I start playing with colors. And uh, but it's just the beginning, so I know I'm not I'm I'm a bit too vague. So, but yeah, that's that's all I do. And otherwise, I'm going to be part of um, of a group show in um, in Paris, which is organized by a young curator called Camille Bardin, and it's at the gallery, uh, be Paris Beijing, and it's about the, the body again and uh i'm going to so show what will, what will be
0: shown there yeah tell me what will be shown in that group show
1: i'm going to show a series of uh of sculptures which i made like two years ago and they're called fingy so fingy it's a series of nine uh nine sculptures uh, and they look like kind of little characters each of them is like a little character little character, and uh, they are made with some, you know, some kind of cardboard, cardboard rolls, um, and they are covered with various materials, which are most of the time like fabric, which are always kind of uh, flesh flesh colors, Caucasian flesh colors, you know, and on mm. top of that, I kind of add... Um, like some uh, floppy, floppy, floppy dicks, you know, floppy, flas- floppy, um, floppy, oh, my like of Yeah, like, yeah, phallus. like
0: uh, the phalluses, phalluses. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Phallic-like shapes and, and, yeah. Yeah,
1: so they'll look a bit, they look a bit, a bit tired, you know, they're very deflated uh, at the end of their, uh, at the end of their, I don't know, how do you say it, feather or something the, like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I see it. yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the work I'm showing on um, all the materials. There are lots of different materials because on this series, I was trying not to use the same material twice. So there's a lot of materials with different textures. And uh, different. And are,
0: are people I mean, allowed to touch the work? I mean, you know, speaking of no. touch and the body, would both of these relate to, or, or no? Because it seems <laughs> like the kind of work that people might want to touch, right? Or no?
1: Yeah, I mean, they can, they can, they can do it if they want. You know, I'm not going to say, ah, don't touch them. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I'm sure some people have touched them without, uh, but discreetly, you know. But yeah, they invite to the touch, because all the the materials are used always people say to me, "Oh, I want to touch you know and uh, some of the materials they look like you have goosebumps, some of the ones they look they look a bit veiny, you know, so there's always a very um, right. reminis uh, reminiscence of the the skin, the human skin you know, which also invites invite to the touch yeah and um
0: and and your work you know we 're talking about touch, the body and your work when you and you you make a lot of different work, we could talk about um, I lack it, I like it um, do you want to talk yeah. about the the content in your work or how because we're we're coming around a few topics right there 's the body there 's touch and um and, and more there's there's also an approach to this uh, that that has um a, a, a kind of feminist uh, theory to it isn 't there
1: yeah 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 there is there is. <clears throat> because uh, I mean, we could talk about like it, like it. For example, like it, like it is a project uh, which I've started doing. Like uh, I mean, it started like a few years ago when I was printing some stickers with the slogan "I like it, I like it," and I was sticking them in various places, in uh, wherever I was traveling, and taking a picture of that, and after putting it on Instagram. And after during during the lockdown, I was just like, oh, I knew I could do something better with uh, with that. So uh, I started thinking about it. I thought oh, maybe I could like everybody was on Instagram or on internet, and I said I should I should do uh, I should do some interviews online. And I started interviewing some women who are artists, curators, or writers who are mainly working in the art world. And I asked them some five questions, very short questions. So the first question is, uh, I like it. I like it. How do you interpret the slogan? The second one, have you ever suffered from any lack in your life, in your life, like uh, I don't know, lack of lack of knowledge, lack of uh, lack of network, lack of money, lack of uh, recognition, or things like that? And how have you dealt with that? Then the third question is, what's your favorite lack? And then what's your worst lack? And the last question is, what are you up to at the moment if you have something, something on and uh, et etc. Et so, uh, and then after I post the answers on uh, Like It, Like It. And I think now I have nearly, I think I have nearly 70, 70 interviews of uh, wow. various women. Yeah. Mm. So it's been, it's been so a lot how, of So how, how
0: is that shown? So so then what happens with that project? How is that shown, or how does that um, you know support or or get involved in your in your exhibitions and work?
1: Well, I don't know. It's 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 an interest of mine, you know, and uh, also it's uh, it started with uh, you know the the first that thing that all the the the, the little girls have a penis envy and i'm like oh actually i'm not too sure about that and i think it,
0: right.
1: it's a bit outdated It's completely outdated actually so uh, it started from that and uh and the alliteration with lack and like i think it was it was kind of uh, it was something which was very good to to say i like it i like it you know and um yeah. And I think it fits with my practice. It's a bit out of my practice, but at the same time, it's on a wider on a wider picture. It's completely part of it, you know. And, um, and yeah, that's and I like I like when people tell me about their, their life experience. You know, whenever I have a studio visit. I end up having—I always end up having some kind of very intimate conversation with artists or curators, and sometimes it's quite powerful and uh, very emotional at times as well. So I really cherish those discussions, which are um, open and uh, and based mm. on, on experiences. And uh, I'm extremely lucky to have all these women who have accepted to open up and have those words being like, exposed, you know, because I think some of them have really exposed themselves. And they yeah, very, I, I, that's is,
0: it's very, it's very powerful. The, the, the project, I love that. And so maybe one more thing, if we can talk about your drawings, because your drawings also, um, you know, are, are about, or it seems to be often about Women and, um, and and a kind of sexuality, you know. The, the ones I was looking at was called wank and coming, which are which are kind of uh, you know exuberant drawings. You know, have a have a have a great sense of energy to them, but also a sense of humor to them. Right? It's, it relates to all the rest, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like drawing. I like I like it because for me it's very. Uh, I don't make decisions when I draw. You know, it's like you're being guided by this kind of subconscious. Or uh, I always draw like in a raw, very raw way. You know, I can't I can't copy a drawing. I just or I can't do a sketch. And after it doesn't work like that for me. And um, I don't know. And it's a very different decision making than making a sculpture, for example. And uh, and I like that. And for the humor, I mean, uh, well, I like humor, you know, I like, I like good words, I like, I like wit, you know, I'm not particularly witty, but I wish I was, but maybe uh, it's a bit better with my drawings. And, you know, I live in the UK and in the UK, they have a very good sense of humor and, uh, mm. and I like the, the way sometimes it's can connect to strangers you know you I don't know you're in a queue somewhere and somebody is going to make a little you know funny comment or ironic comment. and I really like this connector between this connection between people so I think it's always a good a good starting point as well with with art as well it can be it can be good you know
0: I agree I, I think and, so too yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want to ask you one more question what are you reading at the moment
1: uh, I'm reading this book, which is called Everybody by Olivia Lang, and um, yeah, I was really taken by by uh, by the title. But I'm just at the at the beginning of it, you know. And she's talking of the the experience of some writers uh, and some artists as well. I'm reading at the moment, it's all about Anna Mandieta and the way she had uh, re- reenacted a, a scene of a rape, you know, which happened in, uh, an, on an American campus, I think like in 72 or things like that, and how she had made it, uh, she, had, she had made a piece of work with that. But I know it doesn't really, it's not very uh, concise what I say, but...
0: No, but it that's is it I'm is concise because You 'cause 'cause you're talking about the artist Anna Mendieta. Um mm. and uh yeah, she's she's of course a uh, kind of legendary figure yeah, and artist. Yeah, yeah. So 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 this this book is about a particular project
1: of hers? Uh, I don't know. I sh- I I don't know how to, uh, because she's talking also about the psycho uh, psychoanalysis as well. So all the which happened, you know, in Berlin, and there was a a more like sexual freedom in Berlin in the before Hitler, you know, and some people were allowed to experiment, and uh, and after all started changing, and for the for the worst, you know. So uh, sorry, I'm not very very. Expressing myself very well, but
0: no, that is clear I and mean, that's fascinating because yeah, I I understand that's a difficult thing to, to discuss, but that that sounds like a fascinating book. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. And um, Ingrid, yeah. I want to thank you so much for talking with me today. It's it's been a pleasure, and I wish you well with your with your work and projects and collaborations. Thank you for your time. Thank you,
1: thank you very much for having me. Thank you.
0: You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators and more.